one of the best food scenes in the country, right here in Minnesota. And nobody knows it like magazine food critic and James Beard Award finalist Jason DeRussia. Now bringing you the most interesting people and hottest trends. Let's listen in as DeRussia eats. It is episode 30. 30 episodes of DeRussia Eats. It's Jason DeRussia. It has been my honor and pleasure to bring you some of the greatest innovators, thinkers, creative people forging new pathways. Uh, Food and restaurants is their vehicle, uh, but their creative process, their innovation, their entrepreneurship, uh, lessons that apply to all of us. In this episode, we bring you suburban innovators. Justin Alstrom opened a restaurant called Margie's in Andover. Uh, We interviewed in my North Suburban home since he opened his restaurant in an area of the northern suburbs of Minneapolis and St. Paul that typically has not been thought of as an area with from scratch cooking and craft cocktails. Margie's is terrific. We'll talk with Justin about what he's doing uh, and what the difference is when you're catering to a suburban crowd. And Mike German, he is a burger master in South St. Paul. But his location for his restaurant is very unusual. Uh, Mike operates inside an American Legion Hall. We'll talk about what it means to serve veterans of America's military and kind of how he keeps it fresh, what he does to keep business popping in a place that maybe you don't think of as your first place to go out to eat. Mike German, Justin Alstrom, two innovators operating in the suburbs, two different uh, approaches, uh, but both with the same goal of bringing incredible hospitality and making sure people have a special night. Hope you enjoy the time you spend with them and with me on episode 30 of DeRussia Eats. And we're so glad to have Justin Alstrom with us here on DeRussia Eats. He is the owner and founder of Margie's in Andover. Justin, welcome to my house. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's good to have you here. It's uh, c- c- cozy down here. Right? Yes. It's, I'm I'm in a closet under the <laughs> stairs. And describe uh, describe the amazing setup. Um, that I have, have a uh, step stool in front of me. There's a microphone precariously perched on top of it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're just trying... I mean, do our thing. You can sort of relate to this as someone who's opened a restaurant. Some, yeah. Sometimes it's all held together by duct tape <laughs> duct and chewing tape. gum. Absolutely. Right? Uh, yeah. Tell us the story of Margie's because, yeah. and, and tell people where Andover is because well, some of our listeners are like, Good. most most people think Andover is up near Canada. <laughs> we're, we're we're not quite that far. So yeah, so I we uh, we own Margie's Kitchen and Cocktails. We're a scratch kitchen and uh, craft cocktail bar in Andover, Minnesota. It's about. Uh, well, twenty minutes from Maple Grove here, right? right. Um, you know, just uh, just about a mile north of Highway Ten. It's so close. It's right by Coon Rapids. Yep. So you're right there. What made you? Well, you've been open for. We opened in the fall of 2020, so right in the middle of the uh, pan- pandemic. Um, so we're about two and a half years now, almost three years. Um, yeah. So I, I, I mean, you had to be starting that process before. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, I joked that in the fall of 2019 at a Halloween party, I probably won too many beers and told all my friends I was going to leave my uh, co- corporate job and uh, and go open a, re- re- rest- a rest- rest- restaurant. Yeah. You know, my wife and I always uh, talked about, you know, maybe maybe opening a place after our kids were grown and out of the house. And 
I was uh, ready for a, a new step and uh, didn't quite have that much p- 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 patience. But uh, yeah, so we started the planning of fall of 2019. Um, there was a the space that we're in right now was 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 open and v- vacant and had been for um, f- few months at that point. I kept driving by it. We live right close to there, and um, yeah, I just thought that would be a really great place for a restaurant. Went looked at a couple other places, came back to that uh, that spot, and um, yeah, we started the planning from there. So we signed our lease in the in January of 2020. Uh, we d- d- demoed the space out. It was previously a a gym. Uh, and so, you know, oh. we kind of took it down to the studs and, um, did that in fe- 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 feb- February, you know, kind of COVID hit in March and we decided to just kind of keep, keep moving. Cause we were, we were in it at that point. Yeah. I mean, once you, once you go down the road, right. I mm-hmm. mean, there aren't a lot of options available to you. Right. You know, we are, our, our, our lease was signed, our construction was started and, you know, we kind of looked out and, you know, in two years, five years, we figured, you know, people, people are going to need to eat. You know, there was a need for r- r- restaurants and we, we assumed that, you know, the pandemic wasn't going to last forever. So we just, we just kept moving. Justin Alstrom is with us. Margie's is the restaurant in Andover, North suburban Andover. And I will say like, I think you use Twitter very well because you got me to go out there <laughs> I did. and review it. I tried a couple of times. And- you did? <laughs> You weren't annoying about it. Right. Uh, and I think there's a perception. It's it's like you said that it, many people think it's by Canada. Right. I didn't realize how close it was. It's 20. Yeah. You're like 20 minutes from Maple Grove. Right. Yeah. Is the diner underserved in that part of the Twin Cities, you think? Absolutely. I think. I so think, what's the landscape? What's up there? So in the, in our, in Andover specifically, there's. There's a there's a handful of sports bars. There's a couple of mom and pop d- d- diners, um, you know, and they all do a really nice job of 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 what they do. Um, but there isn't anyone kind of in that area doing nice food. Um, you know, we try to provide a little bit of an elevated experience at Margie's. Um, you know, we try to be elevated, but yet we're still a neighborhood r- 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 restaurant that needs to be appro- approachable. Is that a hard balance to strike? I think it is. And I think that was um, some of the challenges that we met um, kind of as we were opening and, get, and getting rolling was having people figure out who we were. Hmm. Um, you yeah. know, that we were the special occasion restaurant, but we could also be the Wednesday night pizza restaurant. And um, yeah, and just getting people to realize and, and, and accept or and kind of embrace that. And, and I think they have now. What? And Justin Alstrom is with us, the owner of Margie's in Andover, which, by the way, is great. Like, I loved it. I was instantly envious because you're like, oh, I wish this were here uh, even <laughs> we, closer to home. We, we hear that from 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 a lot of people like, oh, come open a Margie's in Plymouth or come open one over in Shoreview. And, you know, we'd, uh, we're, 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 we're happy in Andover right now. Right. Well, and the reality is, I, I assume that location, you're in this kind of strip mall, mm-hmm. which you've made the restaurant look fantastic. But yeah. but it's, you know, it's surrounded by uh, random strip malls. Absolutely. Stuff. Yeah. So is rent more reasonable because of that location? Totally. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's a real advantage. You know, um, we uh, we have we have very reasonable rent on the flip side. We took a lot of the risk of building out the beautiful space that is margie's all that money yeah went into the building right yeah so you know and i think we were 
people often say, you know, it, it really exceeds expectations when you walk in the door, yeah. right? I think it you dies. walk up yeah. and you see a strip mall, you walk in the door and you think you're in the North, North, North loop. How, how much did you have to learn about this business when you went into, yeah. you know, cause you were in a corporate job. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, I spent the last, you know, 15 years working in corporate jobs, but prior to that, I really grew up working in restaurants. So, you know, back to my, the namesake of Margie's, my, my grandma, Margie, you know, uh, she owned this small town cafe in Winthrop, Minnesota. Um, and you know, I, I grew up, you know, bringing people their pie and bringing people out at the cash register. And, mm -hmm. um, so as a small child, I, that was really where I caught the bug. Um, and, and really had restaurant jobs all the way through high school and college and kind of did everything from the back of the house, to the front of the house. And, um, after graduating college, I couldn't find a quote unquote real job. And I, I ended up back in a restaurant and I managed, uh, Don Pablo's here in ah, Ma 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 yeah. Ma Maple Grove. Oh, funny. Um, so I really saw the restaurant industry left it to go kind of prove myself in the cor corporate world and ultimately came back. What's it like then knowing that you grew up, I mean, hearing you talk about that, I can feel you feeling what it means to be a teenager with that yeah, first job in a absolutely. restaurant. What's it like to be the person providing the, those opportunities now for people yeah. and for kids in Andover? That is honestly, that's the best part of the job. You know, we love, we, we have about 30, uh, we call them our MKC youth <laughs> that, that, uh, that, that work at Margie's and you know, it's, it's really special to know that we, we're playing, we're giving those kids a place where they can, you know, do something where they feel v v valued and, yeah. you know, do something important and kind of learn that work ethic. Mm -hmm. And, um, and they do a great, a fantastic job. Um, so it's, it's been, it's been really fun to get to know. I mean, my kids are included in there. My, my daughter is a j j junior and she, you know, works, you know, two or three shifts a week and rocks out at, at everything she does. And my eighth grader has started to bust tables a little ah. bit. And, um, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. That's so cool. Justin Alstrom owns Margie's in Andover. You mentioned sort of trying to be approachable, but also elevated. Mm -hmm. And I think the cocktails sort of help, yeah. help signal that. Yeah. Did, was there a lot of education that had to go on with your customer to understand like, oh, that's what this drink is? Yeah. So, you know, we try to, we try to provide a pretty scripted cocktail menu. So we always have, you know, six or seven seasonal, um, drinks that we have that are, um, that are approachable, right? We, we found that, you know, people in Andover prefer a little sweeter drink versus a more challenging drink. Um, but we always have a great old fashioned. I think you had the b b b barrel aged Manhattan when you were right. in, um, you know, we have a lot of our classic cocktails too, but, um, we really have worked hard. We do a lot of training with our server so they can speak, huh. um, really, um, uh, clearly with our with our guests and make sure that they understand you know and find the right drink for them yeah i'll tell you one thing and i was talking to an, another restaurant owner about this the other day and i don't know if this is minnesota specific or midwestern mm -hmm. specific but guests really hate feeling stupid absolutely so when you see an ingredient or something yeah. which for me it's it's a useful reminder because yeah. i like to be challenged yeah but most people don't want to feel stupid. Right. Those two concepts don't have to be separate. Yeah. 
But often they are. Yep. You don't want to see an ingredient where you're like, what is this? Right. Yeah, I, th I think it's really, and, and I think, and that's where the staff comes in, where they can say, you know, this sounds really fancy, this sounds really challenging, huh. you know, <laughs> and it's just, a, a, yeah. you know, and, and so they can help guide that guest experience, and they have built re relationships with their guests where they can say, you know, tr tr trust me, you'll like this one. So that's I, I think cool. that's been great. That's always a great moment yep. as a guest, too, for sure. Justin Alstrom is the owner of Margie's in Andover. You should go check it out. We are going to talk about some of the surprises you have, what you've learned over sure. COVID, uh, what you're most, you know, for our listeners who maybe haven't been there, what, yeah. sh what should they order? Okay. And then we'll get your three favorite non-Margie's restaurants <laughs> to go great. visit. All of that as we continue with Derusha Eats from the Derusha Basement here on Newstalk 830 WCCO. Derusha Eats continues, brought to you by Liquor Boy. Justin Alstrom is the owner of Margie's in Andover. It's it's a family business, right, Justin? Absolutely. Me and, and my wife. And your wife your wife is also a nurse? She's a nurse practitioner. Nurse practitioner. Yeah. Cool. So, so she this is her side side hustle. <laughs> this is her side hustle, yeah. Did you fully leave your corporate job or did you I did. Yeah. Um I, I kept it for about the first nine months we were open. Um and then we got busier way faster than I thought we would and um, was able to, to, to leave that. And I haven't looked back. You do live music yep, at every Thursday, seven to 10. What, how important is like making dining an event or, you know, the music to creating yeah. a late night crowd? What, what yeah. is that? It really, I think it, it really helps us in thinking about, you know, a big part of having an ongoing r r restaurant is, having people remember that you're there. You know, they might come and have a great experience, but if they're not driving by every day. It's easy to forget people are there. But I think the music gives us an opportunity to talk about Margie's, remind them that, that we're there, give them something to come out for. Um, and it's been, it's been a really, um, it's been really fun. We have some great artists uh, and yeah. And my wife and I love it. So that's, it's, it's some for us too. Yeah. Right. I mean, sometimes you have to do things that, that are entertaining to you right, guys, yeah. right? I mean, what's the point <laughs> of having a restaurant if if you can't do that? What should people order if they come there for the first time? Yeah, so our uh, bur bur burrata has been on the menu since day one. Mm. Uh, it's kind of our uh, most popular appetizer. So it's like a little crust crostini with an heirloom t tomato, a slice of burrata drizzled with this honey balsamic glaze. It's, it's amazing. Um, topped with a couple of microgreens from this farm in Andover. Um, it's great. So that's, that's where you need to start. Can't um, go wrong with burrata. No, it's perfect. It's, it is perfect. Uh, in terms of entrees, I, you know, I would also say you got to go with the Thai chipotle pasta. So our chef D D D D Diego, um, it does an amazing job and he has been refining this pasta for 20 years at every place he's worked. Um, and it's just, it's this, uh, creamy, spicy combination. It's got loaded with veggies and, um, just a really kind of unique, uh, unique pasta that, mm. um, is, is great. It's cool. Yeah. Justin Alstrom is with us. Margie's is the restaurant getting a bunch of texts from listeners who love it. Awesome. Which like is hear nice. That. Is it hard when it's your place, when you get like the Google <laughs> review or the Yelp or whatever of somebody who's disappointed? We're getting better at taking that feedback. Um, 
but it is hard. It feels personal sometimes. Um, and, and I think we've trained ourselves to know that it's not always personal. Um, and you know, but it's, it's been, it's been a road and, and, and I think it's super great to see that the vast majority of people are super happy and are, are super co- co- complimentary. And, um, yeah, it's, it's human nature though. Absolutely. I can get a hundred nice comments <laughs> and the one jerk wad right. like that. And that just, one sticks. It sticks. It does. Margie's in Andover. I, I think and it's so great to have you on because one of the great kind of growth areas of our food scene has how outer ring suburbs mm-hmm. are starting to get really good locally owned restaurants. Yeah. And not just, I mean, it used to be the compliment would be like, well, it's like a locally owned kind of Applebee's. Right. And now, yeah. you know, your restaurant, you really... I feel could pick up and be located anywhere. Yeah. And you would have happy customers. Yeah. Like, it's not good for Andover. Right. It's just good. Good. Yeah. And that and that was our goal. You know, my wife and I we 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 bought our first house in South M- 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 Minneapolis and love the food scene and love being close to all the great restaurants. And we moved back to Andover when we had kids because we had better help and support there. And um but that was the first thing we missed was good mm. r- restaurants in the suburbs. And so we've always just tried to open and run the place that we would want to go to. It's cool. Margie's is the name of the restaurant. Justin, we always ask our guests on Russia Eats, there are three recommendations, three favorite places to go. So what are your three? Well, number one has to be, back to that house in South Minneapolis, has to be Bro- Broders. Oh. Love Broders. We've been going there for 20 years. They're great people. Food's always phenomenal. Staff is fantastic. Um, you just go there and you feel like you're at home. And yeah. and that's and that's great. Love that place. Good. Very good. We uh, had them on too. We had yeah. Molly on. Yeah. And, oh, they're, oh, they're, they're great. terrific. Tom was up and uh, up to Margie's. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So, awesome. Um, but uh, number two would be Red Cow. If I'm downtown mm-hmm. North Loop, super re- re- reliable. Love them. I think we took a lot of inspiration from the the vibe at Red Cow oh, when we were thinking about uh, yeah. Margie's. And um yeah, so I love I love Red Cow, and then number three, I would say, um, we love Hajime uh, in Blaine. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've been there, but they do sushi. Their staff is so kind and so helpful. Um, food is always fantastic. Oh, cool! Um, and it's one thing my family all agrees on. <laughs> Everybody likes sushi. Yeah. <laughs> it can be hard. You've right. got you've got a high school junior yep. and an eighth two grader, mi- 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 middle school oh, boys, two yep. middle schoolers. Yeah. Oof. You have a lot. There are a lot of hormones in your <laughs> yeah, house. A lot, a lot going on. <laughs> well, Justin, I love what you've done with Margie's, and I'm so glad that uh, you were the first, and you know, if my wife has her way, <laughs> probably the only guest of well, Derusha Eats in our basement here. This was great. Thank you. This is like a true podcaster life. I know. <laughs> Years ago, I've done a couple of podcasts in people's house before. Yeah. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. But Justin Alstrom, the restaurant is Margie's. Go check it out. That live music is tonight, right? Tonight, 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Very good. Thanks, Justin. DeRussia Eats continues. Here's your host, Jason DeRussia. Today, our guest is one of the masters of the burger in the Twin Cities. Mike German has had an incredible run at a number of different restaurants in town. Good chance you've had his food. And now he is running a business at the American Legion. 
328 Grill. Mike, it's so good to have you with us. Awesome to be here. Uh, 328, 328. I call it 328, but a lot of people call it 328. It's all the same, right? As long as you come to the correct address. Right. As long as you show up to the American Legion in St. Paul Park, you're in the right spot. What on earth led you to opening a restaurant in a Legion Hall? Honestly, I I was working somewhere. I wasn't very happy. Um, I'd been unhappy working for other people for quite a while. Like I wanted to take this leap. I wanted to do my own thing. And I just started calling around. And a good friend of mine, I, I called him to see if he knew of any places. That, he lives close to me. I'm in Cottage Grove. He's in Newport. Okay. I called and said, hey, do you know anywhere around here? He's like, I don't, but the American Legion in St. Paul Park, they just called me, I think it was yesterday, and said they're looking for somebody to lease their kitchen. I think it was three, four weeks later, I was in there and 328 was born. Wow. Yeah. That fast. That fast. Um. You've worked at so many different bars and uh, restaurants, cooking kind of decadent bar food is sort of the way I think of it. Is yeah, that, I'll, is I'll that take right? that as an absolute compliment. Because uh, what what is it about that the the kind of food you cook that you really connect with? Well, first of all, it's what I love. It's yeah. it's what I want to eat when I when I go out. That's what I want. If I'm going to a nice place, if I can get a burger, there's a good chance I'm going to try to get the burger. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I just, I just love bar food. I love that it's approachable. I love that there aren't any boundaries. Like, your imagination is all that stops you from, from doing the next thing. Well, your, and your take on burgers uh, really is creative. I think people would be surprised. Like, it's not, you're not just doing the smash burger simple. I mean, you can do that, too. But you, you, I know you've got sort of a birria-type yeah. burger on the menu right now. Uh, it's called uh, Berrias Cold Outside. <laughs> Nice. Which it's not, ironically, but... It's no. not, right. All right, right. So, and we do a Burger of the Week every week, which is really how we kind of have fun with it. So our Burger of the Week this week is called the S'more What? And it's literally a s'more and a burger together. So it's... So describe the build on that. So it's on the bottom... So bottom bun, graham cracker, Hershey chocolate, um, our signature beef patty, and then another graham cracker, marshmallow fluff that we torch, and then top bun. Is this good? It's, I love it. It's, I, I will say it's not our best-selling burger. We did it for 4th of July week last year as well. So It's, it's fun. Of, like it's, it's not, Yeah. It's, it's fun, and it's different. And it's a good, what, like, sharer thing, well, right? We see that happen a lot, is, is a table will get it as an appetizer. And you cut it. I think that is yeah. one of the most underrated restaurant moves, period, which is the, 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 the burger for the table. Yeah. Cut it in four. Everybody gets a couple bites. Yeah. Or get two or three burgers, and you can try different things. Yeah, they're very shareable. I mean, obviously sliders are more shareable than, than For a sure. full burger, but there's something about a full burger that's just, in my opinion, a better product. It's usually beefier. It it's is. juicier. There's, there's just there's more going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mike German is the owner, chef at 328 Grill. You also have another business that you've, uh, had, gosh, for how many years ago did you start 14 2017 yeah. is, when, is when it became an official business. So I was, I was slanging bags of it, you know, to friends and family members years before, but it became an official business in 2017. And what are the four, 14 Spice is a... Blend. It's a blend. Yep. Of, wait, 14 Spices? 
Uh, or is it a lie? It's it's more than that now. It, it, you the, put more spices in. Yeah. This is an absolute fraud. <laughs> absolute <laughs> the, incredible. Fraud. The original recipe was for was fourteen, and through the years, as the kind became more legit, I'll say it became more than fourteen. Uh, how you can use this, and I've used this uh, on pork chops. You yep. can use it. You name it. You can use it on right. Yep. We we have a lot of customers that do a lot of fun things with it. I I have people who make bar pretzels with it. Mm. I have people who put it on popcorn. They have popcorn machine in their bar, and they put, use it for that. Um, I love it on wings. We season all of our chicken sandwich, or if it's a grilled chicken, it, it goes on there at 328. If all of our burgers get it, uh, we also have a rib rub and a Cajun, which we use both at 328, and we sell as well. What? Uh, so here's my question about spice mixes, because every backyard barbecue artist who makes their own blend has seven neighbors who's like, man, you got to sell this. Yeah. How how did you know? Were you worried that at first you're like, ah, just I like this. I don't know if anyone's going to buy it. Well, it became a business the same way. I I made it for restaurants that I worked at. And then my lovely wife, Wendy, was like, hey, let's give it for gifts. So we went to, I think, Bed Bath & Beyond, and we bought little glass <laughs> spice jars and filled it. And she she's really good with design, so she made awesome labels for it. And we gave it away as, as gifts um, to family and to people who I worked with, and everybody loved it. So we were like, well, let's do it and see what happens. And now we're six years later and still making spice. And, and still now, making it, yeah. And, and now we have, you know, we have three flavors now. We've got a couple more that we're working on. So It's cool. Yeah, the spice of life. Right? Yeah. It's got to be fun. I mean, you obviously are an entrepreneurial type person. Yeah. Some, some, you know, you... You worked at, I know you were, the first time I think uh, we met was at Allery's when you were the chef there. Did we meet before that? No, I think that's the first time we met. We met at Allery's, and then you also came to visit me when I was at Burgers and Bottles in Egan. That's right. Yep. You were at Burgers and Bottles there, and then uh, for a while you, you did a similar thing to 328 at the Uptown VFW, right? Yep, so we had what was called 246 Grill, and that was at the Uptown v- VFW. Uh, unfortunately, Uptown was not a big fan of us, so we were, we were there for five months, and it just didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. It, Sometimes you have to take the risk, right? It it felt like it would be a, sort of a similar situation as to what you were dealing with in St. Paul Park. Absolutely. And honestly, I was I was worried that three because three twenty eight is my baby. Like I was worried that three twenty eight was gonna become like the, the stepchild and huh. and was gonna be, you know, left behind. Right. I, I really thought that the uptown location was gonna be huge for us. What do you what do you think happened there? I think uptown is tough right now. Uh, I think I mean you opened in it was we, before the we pandemic. We opened in December of twenty one. Oh, so it was right in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, but we, After... I mean, we were we were we were mask free during most of that. Yeah, yeah. Minneapolis, I think that was but Minneapolis that itself. Minneapolis and... had had thrown the mask mandate back on while right around the time we opened. Did that? Do you think, especially being in a VFW, that was part of it, or the fact that it was? I mean, that Uptown VFW is sort of a you know a hipster hangout as well. I think had we had, had myself had I, had I said hey let's stay open till two a.m. I think we could have made it work. Hmm. I didn't want to be open till two a.m. I didn't yeah. want to have to have staff that had to be there till two a.m. It's just a different yeah late night vibe. Yeah, yeah. No, no good cooks want to work till two a.m. <laughs> that that is that is for sure. Yeah, that is for sure. Mike German is the owner of the three twenty eight Grill at the Legion in St. Paul Park. One of our texters already saying. That St. Paul Park is sort of an underrated downtown bar hop destination. What do you uh, think about St. Paul Park? St. Paul Park's great. It's a tiny little community. I mean, 
we're we're ten minutes from downtown St. Paul, and it's and it's like you're three hours up north mm-hmm. in, in a tiny little downtown. Now I saw you nodding along when I was talking about losing weight yeah. and how how it does make you colder. Yeah, and it does make you less tolerant because you have lost a fair amount of weight since I've, we met. I I unfortunately have Crohn's disease. Oh, you do, and I lost forty pounds from, due to it. Yeah. Um, it My sister be, has Crohn's. It's tough. It is. Woof. It's real tough. Um, luckily, I have some a wonderful doctor who is very receptive to you know what's going on with me. So it's a it's a it's a constant battle. Is it when when you look at you know living with Crohn's disease is very difficult for anyone, but when you work in a kitchen and it can be high stress, yeah. it uh, I guess you're always close to a bathroom at least. Well, they, but, there is that. But it's a is it? Do you find anything about your career that makes that uh, chronic illness more challenging? I think it would be much more of a challenge if I worked for somebody else. Hmm. working for myself and the fact my staff knows like they understand you know what I have yeah um, and they're understanding and they're supportive but if I were working for another restaurant and I had to run to the bathroom eight times over lunch like they probably wouldn't be real understanding about that because they need their chef you know doing his job yeah so yeah which really like in general I think as a society we're not great at understanding people who have chronic illnesses that are sort of hidden right like Crohn's yeah. you, you would never necessarily know that right yeah yeah you can't look at somebody and be like oh yeah you got Crohn's right that's just it, not how and everyone's works. experience with it is so different well, that's the hardest thing is literally everybody's experience is different from what their stress levels are like what they can and can't eat what they can and can't drink um I'm in some some online groups for Crohn's support and there are okay. some people out there who have it really bad like I, oh, yeah. I I'm thankful every day that that mine as hard as it feels to me some days is, is as mild as it is mike german is with us he is the owner chef at 328 grill in st paul park we'll talk about what it means to be in a legion where you where you're serving the community but also serving veterans so well, I, i'll let you read my shirt the back of the shirt serving great food to those who served a step up from the chow hall it, you are a step up from the show. <laughs> I hope I, so. I love it. I want to hear more about that. Plus, we'll get three of your favorite restaurants to go to in your spare time. Awesome. Love having all different types of restaurants, all different chefs here on to Russia Eats. Brought to you today by a Liquor Boy in St. Louis Park and by the Minnesota Pork Board. More in minutes here on CCO. 424 to Russia Eats brought to you by the Pork Board and Liquor Boy. Our guest today is Chef Mike German. Uh, the head chef at the 328 Grill in St. Paul Park. It's right at the uh, Legion Hall there. Uh, you've uh, been running that operation since? April of 21. So a little over two years. Yeah. Has it been great? It's been fantastic. What is it like, and I asked this question before the break, what is it like knowing that so many of your customers and your guests uh, our veterans have served the country. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, to get to get to to get to know them to like like anywhere we have we have regulars um, and to, you know to to interact with them to get to know them to hear their story to find out where they came from. It's it's pretty awesome. When you look at a Legion Hall, like I remember back before uh, the smoking ban went into effect, there was a lot of concern that the Legion halls were going to be put out of business. Yeah. Um, 
And as our kind of the the age of veterans changes and you think of the Gulf War veterans and maybe some of the younger veterans in the, in the war on terror, um, would they still want a Legion or a VFW? But your experience is that if you give them a give them something good to eat, uh, that's a part of the draw, right? It's certainly part of the draw, but veterans are drawn to each other. Like, I, I think that's the biggest thing is, is veterans, especially the veterans from from a little further back than what you're talking about. Yeah. They're, they're certainly drawn to each other. There's a, there's a Vietnam, for sure. There's a camaraderie that, that has lasted the, the years, for sure, with them. Well, you and I, there's no way that we could understand kind of nope. what that generation saw. Nope, never, never can. We, can. we can listen and try to learn, but, like, we'll never know ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is something about just a nice delicious meal, a cool burger, some great poutine or cheese curd. And a cold beer. And a cold beer. Yeah. It just, there is something about that camaraderie, right? Yeah. And it makes, it just makes it easier. There is, food always, uh, to me, when I think about food, you think about technique, right? And obviously that matters to you. Creating different flavors, that matters. Yeah. But ultimately. Breaking bread is what matters. Sitting down and having a meal like sharing a meal with somebody is is an experience. Like I, I I love that. Yeah. One of our texters wants to know what's the best food at the three twenty eight grill. So when somebody comes out there and you guys are open uh, every day. Yep. Lunch through dinner. Yep. Uh, what should people order? What I would tell people is the Minnesota poutine, which is just our take on a poutine. It's not really a poutine, but that's what I call it. <laughs> um, it's tater tots. Um, it's wild rice soup with Ellsworth cheese curds melted in it. And it's on top of tater tots. It's, I call it Minnesota in a bowl. Yeah. Even though Ellsworth's in Wisconsin, it's yeah, close well, enough, the, close enough. right close on enough. the board. Yeah. We'll take them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will certainly take them as our own for sure. Those curds are delicious. There's, you can't, there's no better curd. Uh, burger. People should get a burger. Uh, the two that I tell people is the faux cheesy or the jalapeno business. The faux cheesy I've had. Yeah. That's like a, it's the Parmesan crusted sourdough, right? Yep. So it's grilled like you do. Uh, it's it's very grilled cheese like on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one you recommend? As a jalapeno business. So it's cheddar jack cheese, um, bacon, and jalapenos all infused in the patty. So it's got a, it's got a little kick, but it's little Minnesota kick. spicy. St. Paul Park's not ready for full on uh, habanero heat. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know if there are very few places in Minnesota that are ready for full on habanero heat. Yeah. But jalapeno heat, they can handle. They, well, sometimes you get that fresh jalapeno. Yeah. And that'll get you. Mike German is our guest chef at 328 Grill at the Legion in St. Paul Park. Mike, it's time for your three recommendations, three restaurants that you love to visit that you want our listeners to know about. I'm assuming food trucks are okay. Whatever you want. So I, I don't get to a lot of restaurants. I, I do like to run and, uh, and grab uh, burgers for my crew on occasion. So the three places that I go are Angry Line Cook. Um, they are often in St. Paul, but go find them and you'll find out where they are. Um, Gorillers, which is a, a newer food truck. They just started last season. Also love what they're doing. Gorillers? Gorillers. Okay. And then station number six food truck. Um, they're actually following my model, and they are going to be opening up in the Rosetown um, American Legion in Roseville. Ah, cool. So they, they open next 
Wednesday, July twelfth, I think. All right. So they're gonna have they're gonna have the truck and they're gonna have uh, brick and mortar as well. And Gorillas is uh, out of Lakeville, right? Yep. But it's uh, chopped cheese is what they're known. They, for. they do chopped cheese and they do a lot of really good burgers too. Nice. Yeah. Food yeah, trucks. I'm a big fan of all three of them. It's uh, I know a lot of us because people aren't coming downtown to work so much. You sort of wonder like what's going on with food trucks, but they're with all the catering and everything people are doing. They seem to food trucks seem they're to be doing okay. ways to survive. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, everybody wants a burger. Like you just gotta <laughs> you just gotta find. I mean, that's the thing about burgers. They're so approachable. Like you come to the American Legion. I don't care if you make fifteen dollars an hour or you make a hundred thousand a year. You're gonna come in and and be welcome, and they're, you're gonna find a burger that you like. Like, yeah. That's the best thing about a burger. Is there a kind of burger you don't like? Um, ones that don't actually have meat. <laughs> the, some of the smash burgers are really, really thin. They yeah, can be very bunny. There's a really good. There's there are really good smash burgers. But you don't like the fake meat. The the uh, no. I want I like I want beef. Yeah. On occasion, I want a turkey burger too. But that's about as far as I go. Got to keep it traditional sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Mike, it's so fun to talk to you. Always a pleasure. Continued success. You can find him at 328Grill, and the website is 328Grill.com. And then uh, there's a link right on there to 14Spice, but that's also 14Spice.com. Mike German, thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening to the DeRussia Eats podcast. On WCCO Radio, 830 AM, we do conversations with chefs, with farmers, with small business people every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. The podcast is available every week. If you enjoyed what you heard, I would love for you to leave us a review. Give us however many stars you can. I don't know, 10, 20 stars would be nice, five stars, and leave your feedback as well. It really helps us grow and helps support covering the food community here at WCCO Radio and in the DeRussia Eats podcast. If you'd like to email me with an idea or a question about the restaurant scene, you can email Jason at Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. Jason at Odyssey dot com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time on the DeRussia Eats podcast. Thanks for listening to DeRussia Eats. Dan Cook is our producer. Jason DeRussia is your host. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review. DeRussia Eats is a production of Odyssey.